I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. Video is going nowhere. So if you're if you're scared, if you're nervous, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you need to, you need to, yeah, buckle up in video's not going anywhere. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation, episode 67. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening? We would love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're chatting about how to create a video content blueprint, which I really cannot wait to hear about because I have a feeling it's going to make our content creation a little easier. Mm -hmm. But before we go any further, Jesse, what are you drinking today? Mm, Just uh, on the black coffee trend today. Yep. So um, just a little little pick me up today. I'll save I'll save the booze for later. I'm on my lemon tea, which is my version of a pick me up because not only is it a little caffeine, but it's also a little vitamin C. So I guess mm. I'm doing kind of yeah. combating the good with the combating the bad with the good. Love it. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how I get through this day. All right. Well, now that we have the important business out of the way, let's get into our discussion with our guest, India Brown. As a video marketing strategist and social media manager, India Brown helps entrepreneurs and small business owners develop a full social media and video marketing strategy that allows them to show up confidently on camera, stand out and attract more paying clients. Being a busy entrepreneur herself, she understands the importance of making videos simple and painless, but effective and lasting. When she's not helping clients, she's chasing her two daughters alongside her husband. Today, India is going to be talking to us about how to create video content, how to create a video content blueprint, and we are so excited to have her on the show. India, welcome. Thank you so much, ladies, for having me. Yeah. we are excited. So first off, before we get into our real topic of the show, let's ask you, what are you doing? <laughs> I like that pun, the real. <laughs> the real content. <laughs> the real content. <laughs> I am drinking coffee, actually. <laughs> Not a bad I've thing. My my favorite um, Starbucks drink. It is a minty ice latte with five pumps of caramel, four pumps Ooh. of white mocha. Ooh. Um, yeah, you like <laughs> it sweet. Yeah, do you have to tell them specifically like three pumps versus four yeah. pumps? You do. Okay. <laughs> so I just drink usually when I'm drinking coffee. It's black coffee, and so I don't oh do that. Goodness. And I'm like, oh my! I never knew that you actually like had to tell them exactly yeah, how many pumps. Yeah, yeah. do they charge yeah. by the pump they do i think it's like 80 cents per pump that's an expensive coffee you got going on <laughs> oh well, i mean when you need i mean if you have two kids and you're running your own business let's face it you need oh my you need the caffeine and you yes. need the sugar to keep you you going. need all those pumps yes coffee oh. and prayers definitely keep me going every day <laughs> That's that you're you're right up our alley. So all right. Well, now, as I said, now that we've gotten that out of the way, tell us a little bit about your journey. I know Jesse gave us a little a little recap of you, but tell us in your own words, your journey and what it is that you do. Yeah, sure. So I, you know, went to school just like everyone else, um, had my BA in psychology, graduated, went to corporate, worked in HR for a little bit. I was pregnant with my first daughter and I'm like, yeah, this isn't going to work. I don't want to go back, you know, 12 weeks or however many weeks they give you 
once you have a baby. So I'm like, okay, I need to figure out how I'm able to stay home with her. Um, And I found a coach. He was looking for a virtual executive assistant, worked with him for a couple of years. COVID hit. He's like, yeah, I can't afford to pay you anymore. (laughs) So um, that kind of put a little fire under my butt and I pivoted. I'm like, okay, out of everything that I was doing, I was pretty much like a generalist for him. So I wore many, many hats. So I'm like, okay, India, out of everything that you like to do, what is it that you love to do? And video is definitely my favorite. So I pivoted. I started my own business, um, became a video marketing strategist, and I've been rocking with it ever since. That's It's kind of funny because I went through a similar transition where I got pregnant with my daughter and I decided um, that I didn't want to do the whole nine to five anymore. I also mm-hmm. wanted to be home with her more often and just enjoy that time. I didn't think I'd be home for this long. And then I just, I know right? <laughs> everything just kind of snowballs. So that's kind of amazing that you, you know, you were, you, you were one of those people that then pivoted during the pandemic. Definitely. Yep. Well, no it's the pandemic pivot. Yep. That's yep. going to be a phrase. Definitely. No, I know. I, I didn't coin that. I didn't coin that. I actually have heard that before. Oh, <laughs> the pandemic yeah, so pivot. You- can't you just coin it and make our podcast famous yeah, for that? I know. I know. Pandemic the pivot. The pandemic pivot. Well, <sighs> yeah. Jeez. That's well, that's I think I think your story. story is also just really relatable. Like I don't I don't have kids, Definitely. but um, but it's super, super relatable. I think so many of our listeners probably went to school for something super, super yeah. like traditional, like quote mm-hmm. normal and went into corporate. We hear it time and time again. I mean, I'm yeah. kind of the same way. I have a degree in planning. I worked in local and state government for many, many years and then just sort of built up my photography business. That was a side hustle. So I think, nice. <laughs> yeah. So I think, um, I think a lot of our listeners can relate to your story. Um, mm-hmm. but let's, let's go ahead and actually jump right into this. Um, you know, is similarly to kind of how you just jumped right into it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, recently, especially since the pandemic, I feel like video has just like it taken has. off and yep. I want to say, and I don't want to like yep. credit it to an entire social media platform like TikTok, but I feel like TikTok for whatever yep. reason took off and it's all yep. video based essentially. Yep. I mean, you can do photos, but like you know, do you think that, you know, it's going to continue to be the priority um, for social media platforms? Because I've seen like the TikTok and then the reels and then that, you know, all the things. So what is your opinion on that? Let's start there. Video is going nowhere. So if you're, if you're scared, if you're nervous, yeah, definitely. (laughs) You need to, you need to, yeah, buckle up and video's not going anywhere. Um, I think every platform is going to start having some type of video, like a real, um, I know YouTube has shorts now. You can even go live on Mm. YouTube. So um, it's getting into e-commerce. So I feel like it's definitely going nowhere. Now, to dig a little bit deeper, like, like why video? I know we didn't like necessarily specifically ask this, but is it just the storytelling aspect? Like, can you tell a better story? Can you just get more creative? Like, why are people, I don't know, from the psychology, from using your psychology background, like, why, why the yeah, psychology behind, you know, video versus like a still photo? Um, you can't hide behind your brand anymore. Like when Instagram first came out, you know, the pretty pictures and the aesthetic feed. And I feel like people were, um, 
you know, not, not having this imposter sin, in, uh, syndrome, if you will, if that's really the, the phrase I'm trying to use, but people want to see who you are, what it's like behind the day to day, how you run your business, what you do when you're not working. So between Saturday and Sunday, or, you know, once you're off the clock at five or whatever time, what are you doing? Like what makes you different? What makes you relatable? So I think that's the power of video. I think it also just really has the capability to draw people in and like capture people's attention span a little bit longer. Even if the video is really short, it's like you could see a picture and you can, you can digest that pretty quickly and then move on. Whereas like a video can hold your attention just a little bit longer in my opinion. Definitely. And not even that, like your energy is magnetic. Like if you see someone laughing or if you see someone, you know, doing whatever, are you going to, are you going to stop your scroll? That's what I say. Are you going to stop your scroll or are you going to, you know, just keep scrolling up your feed? Like, yeah, that's going to, that's the attention that people are looking for right now, because Mm -hmm. let's face it, people are inundated with information, especially being home. Everyone's bored. They want something to break up their day. So video is definitely a, a more personal way to, you know, soft sell, whatever it is that you're selling. And it starts, I mean, from so young that we kind of get addicted to this, this, these moving pictures. I mean, I, I know that I'll hand my daughter my phone and she's got unboxing videos up on YouTube and I'm like, kid, where, where did you find that? How did you get to that? I have watched them for hours. Yep. I have noticed that. Yep. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, there's, there's so many different pieces of content out there on there. But yes, the what do you think it is about? I guess, what do you think it is about the short digestible pieces that are, I think have gotten people so hooked? What do you think it is about them? Just the short attention span. The, <laughs> the, I love the, like the mini vlogs. Like I was a big vlog person on YouTube, mm-hmm. but when Instagram, um, you know, came out with reels and all the vloggers started creating mini vlogs. So now you have this 30 minute essentially vlog that was on YouTube, but you're shortening it down to a minute. So I can see what you did in a whole day in one minute. That's right up my alley because I may not have time to watch that YouTube video, you know, as a mom, as an entrepreneur, my time right. very valuable. So I would more, you know, I'm more than likely to consume your content in that in that method, um, than watching a full video on YouTube. So, well, speaking of consuming, I mean, you mentioned the fact that you're a mom Mm -hmm. and, you know, so many people have, have struggled with creating video content as it just can seem so overwhelming and time consuming, like getting, getting everything shot and then edited. It's not, it's no longer just taking the pretty picture, you know, taking a couple minutes to edit it and get it up there with the right caption and hashtags or, you know, whatever platform you're using. So mm-hmm. for the person that might be thinking, oh, I do, I, I don't really have time for this. Should they, should they be making time for this? You know, are people they seeing should. more results with their audience yes. with theater? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Reels okay. are definitely, and I'm definitely an Instagram person. Instagram is my jam. <laughs> Me too. Um, Me too. <laughs> Um, but yeah, creating reels, Instagram is definitely pushing the, the algorithm to people creating content on reels. Like reels are pretty much, and I may be a little biased, but that's pretty much what I do when I first wake up in the morning, I'm watching reels and then I'll go to my feed and then I'll go, actually I'll go reels stories and then my feed. So, 
Yeah. Mm, that's the order of business to the day. Real. Yeah. Do you see, you know, I know TikTok just started doing like three minute. Yeah. Three minute um, TikToks now. Do you see yep. Instagram kind of going that way too? Even though um, I know we're trying to focus on like this really short, tight ones, maybe getting a little well, longer. I mean, here's the thing. Like they got rid of IGTV. So I think they're going to stay in their lane. Like, I feel okay. like TikTok is kind of like, okay, what do we do now? Like, I feel like they're a little like just testing the waters, but I think Instagram's going to stay where it is. Um, I know some accounts have went up to 90, but I don't really see it going past 90. Okay. Oh, yeah. some accounts on Instagram have 90 seconds? Yeah. Yep. Oh, hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. Not mine yet. Mm. I know not mine either. So they might've took it away. Like I know there Mm. was like a month or two, some of my clients, they were having 90 second reels, um, but I haven't seen that recently. So I don't know, maybe they were just testing that. So we're with your clients, you know, um, what have, can you give us an example of like the return on investment that they've, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Like, do you have a good story about like all of a sudden, you know, audience boom, because they just started creating reels. Yeah. Yep. So my client, um, she's in the beauty industry and I came on board. She had a nice following. Um, it wasn't very engaged. They weren't engaged. Um, but again, she wasn't posting reels regularly. Once I came aboard, we started posting reels at least twice a week. So between two, two to four times a week is my, um, sweet spot. Um, so we started posting reels and her followers just went crazy. Like people are engaging. Not only are they following her, but they're liking her content. They're commenting, they're sharing. And that's all the analytics that I always say to, um, pay attention to. Someone may not like your content. Someone may not follow you, but pay attention to the shares and the saves. Those are the two secret, you know, analytics that you need to be aware of when you're creating reels. And has it resulted and has it resulted? I, I don't know exactly what t- part of the beauty industry this this particular example is from, but has she gotten more sales or booked more clients yeah. or yep. as a result? So she, we actually just got out of launch. She launched her signature program. And um, the last before I came on board, so her last round, I believe she had like 15 um, ladies who joined her signature program. She doubled that. So she just enrolled her 31st lady. So, so the time on the time return and, you know, the cost perhaps for helping you definitely made that return on investment. Okay. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yep. And even to the people who were kind of on the fence, didn't join, they're definitely still going to keep consuming her content because they're commenting on it. You know, now it's just not the right time. And I I always like to tell my clients that, okay, how does, how do I normally say it? I normally say it. A no is not a no forever. It's just a not right now because Mm -hmm. everyone, you're going to catch someone in a a different season in their life. So now may not be a good time, but you never know what, you know, two months or three months or six months down the line, they may come back. So you never want to stop creating, you know, content, especially reels. (laughs) So before we get into that, the video content blueprint, which is like the main part of our show, it's so interesting because you you have kind of a newer job title, video marketing strategists and social media manager. You know, that's yeah. something that's kind of only come up in the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us, as I said, before we get into this content blueprint, just so people understand better what you do with your clients, what do you, what do you do as a video marketing strategist? <laughs> like, how do you work with them? 
Yeah, sure. So I come in and I look at, I audit all of your social media platforms. So if you have video, great, we'll work with that. We'll try to repurpose it in another way. Maybe it wasn't performing well. And I can say, Hey, you know, you can add this in. If you don't, we can start from scratch. Um, but let's just go back to my client that launched. So, um, she launched, we were going live pretty much every day or every other day. I would set her up with a live outline. So here's what I want you to talk about, because most people, they want to show up live. They just have no idea what to talk about. So that's where I come in. I'll say, you know, you know, start the show off like this. I want you to talk about this X, Y, Z. I'll write the entire pretty much live outline for you. Um, as far as reels, I'll provide you with trending audio. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's a big one. So yeah. you may go through your feed and, you know, see, oh, well, this seems cool, but how can I relate it to my brand? You know, um, so I'll do that and I'll give you the prompts, what to do. Um, I have some clients that they have no idea how to do transitions. They're like, okay, I want to do, you know, the cool shirt pool, or I want to, you know, do my hand. How do I do that? So I'll help Don't them with all. transitions. I know. <laughs> And those are the things that we can work up to because I don't want you to come in feeling overwhelmed because if you're feeling overwhelmed, what's going to happen? You're not going to do it. You're going to be like, okay, you know what? Video's not for me. This is too much. It's taking too long. I don't have time to do it. So I'll start you off with the, the quick, you know, lip sing, or um, if you want to point, I know some people are like, do I have to point? Do I have to dance? So I... When we first work together, I always try to get a vibe for your personality because I don't want you creating content that's not going to fit your brand and your personality. That's the key with creating video content. That makes sense. So do you actually create some of the reels with all of their like pieces of video or do you just advise on then how to actually put it all together? Both. Yep. Okay. Both. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. Well, now we know your qualifications, my goodness. Yeah, no, I mean, that sounds amazing. But still, I'm just like, as a photographer, I'm like, oh, God, I need to learn another thing. Yeah. I know. So let's talk about this video content blueprint that you have. So um, so to make it not not want me like to fall out of my chair in exhaustion thinking about it. Photographers are fun. I mean, I've never worked with a photographer before, but you guys take so many pretty shots and there's so many, you know, it's so many audios out there that you can put all those pretty pictures to where you don't necessarily have to show your face, you know, constantly. Well, you I have a lot it. of content. Kate comes to with me on some of my shoots to shoot behind the scenes and a lot of it some of, of it end. is some of it is exclusive for my um, course. I have a course okay. for brand photographers, and so we keep okay. some of that video content exclusive to them to create a behind the scenes for them. But then I have all these other pieces that I could certainly use yes. to do yep. better with reels and video content. But I'm like, Ugh. so so tell me about this this blue this blueprint. What what can we do to start creating a video content strategy? Yeah. So I mean, take a look at your pillars. Um, if you have content pillars. Um, so let's just go back to my one client. Um, some of our pillars are educational, inspirational, relatable, um, and promotional. So they don't have to be yours and you can look them up on 
you can Google it. Google's my best friend. <laughs> but you want to make sure that you are creating content pillars that work for you, your brand, and your target audience. Um, another thing in terms of the blueprint, you want to make sure that you're speaking to someone. So you don't want to speak to everyone and their mom. <laughs> so who identify your target audience? What are their pain points? Um, speak to those pain points. Um educate them just within those pain points. So if they are a, and I'll go back to my, I don't know why, I guess I have her, her content calendar. I'm working on her content calendar for next for me. That's okay. It's keeping it consistent. <laughs> um, so she just launched and I'm like, okay, what are we going to focus on for the next month? She's like, okay, well, let's focus on coaching, one-on-one coaching on group, um, some more in-person workshops. So we're targeting stylists and salon owners. And I'm like, okay, well, what are some of those where are some of their pain points? They may not know how to do, um, you know, texture here. They may want to grow. They may not um, know how to recruit and retain diverse stylists. So these are all things that we're going to be tackling in her reels and her content in general on her lives. So um, that's pretty much the foundation of a good video uh, marketing blueprint. Makes, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. I feel like it kind of mm-hmm. follows a very similar, like just content strategy it in does. general. Yep. Um, yep. Now, you know, with people that struggle with confidence, maybe they just feel like they aren't cool enough or nobody wants to listen to them. Nobody, you know, the confidence factor that they may be lacking, like how, what would you say to them? What would you say to someone that's like, I just really don't think anybody really wants to listen to what I have to say, or I'm scared well, to I show my face, or I'm concerned yeah. about the way I right. look, or I'm, I'm always in pajamas because I work from home. Do I need <laughs> all of the stuff? All that stuff. <laughs> no, I definitely get that a lot lately. And I mean, honestly, it just comes down to a mindset thing, a mom, my mindset and confidence issue. So you need to feel comfortable in your own skin. Um, at the end of the day, you have a brand, you have a, a story to tell. Everyone wants to hear something. You never know. You may have someone in Alaska that may be watching your content like, wow, because of this video, I didn't know that we had X, Y, Z in common, or I didn't look at this from that angle. So you just never know who you're going to touch and inspire based off of whatever piece of content that you create. Um, but I definitely have tips for camera confidence. Um, I'm working on a membership and a group coaching program. So I'm trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together to get that rolling because I definitely do see that there's a need um, for this. I mean, video's not going anywhere. So I just want to help as many people as I can. You're smart to, to jump on that <laughs> because, you know, that there's so much involved there. Now, when it comes to what we should be using for technology, editing tools, like, can we just be can we really just use our phone? Can we really just use that mic on the phone? Or, you know, can we really just use the Instagram editor? Or what should we be investing our time and money in to get things looking as good as possible to get it on there? And get, yes. And get people engaged. Yep. Yep. And so your phone is definitely awesome. I mean, a phone is just as much as a MacBook Air. It's ridiculous. So you need to use it <laughs> as much oh as Oh, my you God. Can. You're totally right. Ooh. <laughs> Um, yeah, your phone. (laughs) Um, I mean, if you have a mic like a blue Yeti or whatever mics are out, that's perfectly fine. If you're like doing live streams, 
Um, but yeah, the mic on your phone is perfect. Um, as far as editing, um, when you edit natively, I normally edit natively um, in Instagram unless I'm doing some type of time lapse or um, like something with like subtitles or something fancy. I use Final Cut Pro. So that's a little. Um, what's I like right Final there? Cut I do like it. I haven't used it in a while, but I do like that. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to get fancy and you want to, you know, really jazz up your your video, you can definitely use um, Final Cut or Adobe Premiere. Um, But there's also free ones out here. I think Filmora Canva has a video editor now. I haven't peeked around and see, but they do. I know that was in beta. Um, But yeah, there's so many tools out here that you can use. There's just no reason why you shouldn't be creating content. And I mean, as far as even besides reels. And I mean, you can, where my thought was going video podcasts. I'm not sure if you guys, you ladies thought about, um, you know, you converting to a video podcast, but you could take some of those episodes and repurpose them for, uh, for Instagram reels. Oh, I have heard of that, but I haven't like dove into it other than just like, yep. hearing you'd it. have to, you'd have to dress yep. a lot better, Jesse, <laughs> uh, or at least I, I would. Uh, I'll just I'll just be authentic and like in my sweatpants oh, and well now you just make me feel bad. <laughs> I know you like to dress up, me. I'm I like, do, oh, I do, I do. No, that's hey. I, as long as your hair and your shirt is fine, no one cares. Like no one can see the bottom. Oh, please, I'm wearing on. sweatpants. I'm wearing sweatpants right now, and I'm oh so comfy. Well, like, I have Christmas pajamas on right now. Like you guys would never. Know. <laughs> you have you. I can't get my daughter to get to like, I've tried to put away the Christmas pajamas. It's it's April, people. I know. I tried to get my daughter to put the Christmas pajamas away. And she goes, no, I want to wear the reindeer ones. I know. So, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm just now, like, all right. All right. So one thing that I found out recently is I am better at putting together a TikTok and translating that to an Instagram reel only because I don't know, maybe Instagram has this feature and I just haven't found it. Number one, I like the audio better on TikTok. And then what it does is it automatically syncs it to all of your videos. So mm-hmm. like it like matches up the beat and does the transitions. And I find it super easy. I don't know if Instagram has that feature at all. So they do. Um, and I don't think it's as, I, I've seen it. I don't think it's as good, but yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's mm. not as good. And I haven't been on TikTok in a while. I don't know. I, I guess I need to start being on TikTok. Well, but... I like it because I do want to do the reels, but I find like a reel because of the the interface to make a reel is just, I don't know why. I can't make it work where I'll just like do it in TikTok and then I'll do like a screen record of the video so I can get the little TikTok like thing out. Mm, and then I mark. just... Yeah. So, and then I just mm-hmm. like post that as a, as a reel. <laughs> so there, like, there are apps to remove that watermark. So you don't have to do that. Just, I'm not sure. Is the, is the you're going to lose, you're going to lose a little bit of quality, but yeah, that's what I, I mean, say. yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's, I just found that it was like easier to just grab a bunch of videos, yeah. have this, like pick a cool audio, have the sync, you know, double check the clips and then like be done. Like it just seemed, whereas I like did a reel the other day and I was like, it took me like an hour. I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I can't. I actually don't film in Instagram. I film like just on, I mm. just, oh, you really? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, no. um, 
only because Instagram's really buggy sometimes. And if it crashes, then you just lost a good reel. <laughs> so I always say right. if you if you have stuff in drafts or if you're working on something, just make sure that you're downloading that reel to your camera roll should anything ever happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's um, a good point. Yeah, yeah, but I always I either film um in my stories or just on my on my camera and then I upload, you know, the video to Instagram. Okay. Now, we talk a lot about repurposing on this uh podcast because we're trying to save time, make content creation easy. Um now when you're working with clients, do you have when you're creating like a I guess a strategy for them like, you know, deciding which platform to use and if they have multiple platforms, that they're using, or let's say they're using three platforms, maybe it's TikTok, Instagram, and, and YouTube, then mm-hmm. are you um, then taking that single video and like repurposing it in a, in its same form on these other platforms? Or are you creating original content for each of the platforms? Um, it depends. I mean, sometimes, I mean, obviously you can't use the audio, but we can still use the purpose of that content. So if the reel was about, you know, three ways to convert your clients or three ways to whatever, um, we'll just redo that video on other platforms or find another audio. If you're putting it, it, if you're putting it on um, YouTube, because YouTube has shorts. So you, oh, yeah. you may not be reposting the exact video, but you're taking your content outline, right. the copy outline, and yep. just quickly recording it. Yep, exactly. Okay. Yep. No, that makes sense. And it makes it so much easier. As as Jesse said, we're huge proponents of yes. repurposing stuff. And yes. I'm really going to have to check out that Canva video editor. I've been using InShot a lot. Okay. Yep. I heard. And of it. I like it. Um, not a hundred percent sold. So I'm always looking for something new. Is there anything else that we need to create like that strong strategy that's going to convert for us? Yeah. I mean, definitely just check your energy, make sure that you're upbeat, you're relatable, you're, ta- you're educating, you're talking to those pain points. Um, you know, just stand out. There's a million other video marketing people. There's a million, yeah, there's a million other video marketing people, social media managers. What makes me different than the next person? So, and that's what you want to keep in mind when you're creating content. Now, I heard on a on a TikTok, I know you guys like Instagram, <laughs> but like apparently I live on TikTok these days because I, yeah, don't have a life. Um, but um, so there was true. one suggestion that said, um, you know, continue to experiment with what yep. kind of videos you're you're doing because you never know like what people are going to like resonate with like the weirdest things like I yep. the other day watched like probably 10 minutes worth of a contracting company plastering walls because it was so satisfying <laughs> yeah. satisfying and sometimes the videos also the sound like I don't know like if you see the, the ones where they're chopping the vegetables and then they're putting the spices in and it's making these like really satisfying sounds yeah. so I don't know if like that's part of your strategy or if you would recommend people kind of experimenting paying attention to the analytics and like seeing no. what types yes are yep. like performing better because like you you never know like the weirdest right. things might catch yep. right yep 
Yep, definitely. Just keep an eye on your analytics. I know I'm posting reels all the time and I'm like, oh, okay. How many views do I have now? How many shares do I like? It's kind of addicting to to watch the analytics go up. Um, But I had one and I was drinking coffee. I just got Starbucks and I was, I was heading to Target. I'm like, oh, let me do this really quick reel. And it got like over 10,000 views. I'm like this stupid reel about what, what is it called? <sighs> the feeling of iced coffee and Target, like really? But the fact that that's so relatable, like I'm sure a million moms, you know, leave the kids with dad and they go out <laughs> and have their me time. So yeah. You just never know what resonates with your audience or even I, random people. I love no, that. it's totally true. I think my most popular reel is of our, it's like a 10 second clip of my daughter jump. Jesse was actually over my house taking photos of my daughter and she's jumping on the bed and they took like 10 second video of it. And yep. that's still my most popular video. And I'm just like, this is stupid. I've like edited together these huge productions and yep. like, that's all I had to do. Yeah, seriously. Sometimes it can be that simple. So I I think people just over, you know, complicate videos sometimes and it doesn't have to be that complicated. Well, that being said, do you see any trends for the rest of 2022 that we should be considering when we create this content video content blueprint? Yeah, just make sure I would definitely say hooks in transitions. I think as people, as more people are, you know, getting into reels and everything, you just want to keep standing out. So those first two to three seconds of your reel or any video in general entice that viewer. So do something to, you know, stop their scroll up, as I say. <laughs> I love sounds it. Good. Sounds like a good plan to us. All right. Well, if people want to learn more about you and what you do, where can they find out? Definitely. So you can reach me on my um, on my website, indiabrown.co, or I am on Instagram. I need to start <laughs> being present myself. <laughs> we all are there. Um, all are but there. yeah, I, I'm definitely on there. So feel free to shoot me a DM or email me, whatever. What's your I'm, handle? Video by India. All right. Video so by I'm and you have media street. Do you have any, um, it looks like you do have an opt-in on your website as well. Is there any other opt-ins or freebies that you wanted to guide them to? Yeah, so I'm working on those. I I am working on my whole funnel strategy right now. So just putting some pieces to the puzzle together. But yes, some good things, some good and fun fun and exciting things are coming soon. Definitely. All right. Well, we'll we encourage our audience to head to the show notes to grab those links and uh, see what else you've got going on on your site. India, thanks so much for being with us Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. This is fantastic. (laughs) Yes. All right. We'll see you on Instagram. Bye. So I really loved how she broke down the strategy in a way that I would say is common to a lot of other content Mm -hmm. creation strategies, but then being able to think about that into translating it to video content, you know, thinking about your pillars, thinking about your target audience, what do they want to hear? And we think about it in a way as, um, you know, what do they want to hear? And that's what we're going to talk about. And I think that can help people get over that hump of like, I don't even know what to talk about. So I love how she really broke that down for us. So often I'll, I don't do a lot of lives and it's just my own obsession with, I don't want people to know exactly where I am at this moment in time. It's, it's just, 
I don't know. That to me seems mm. a little, it gets iffy to me. Um, I might do it like while I'm out in the car or someplace where, you know, my background isn't super descript. Again, it's just me being very, I don't know, protective of who, of where I am and, and, and who I'm with. But um, when it comes time to even press, you know, start for Instagram stories, so often I'll like have an idea and then I press that little button and I'm like, was I going to say, or even worse, I think this is yeah. even worse is when, you know, and you know, when you're doing stories, you only have that like minute thing where it's like four yeah. or 15 second ones. And I'll like ramble on and on about, oh, it's nice weather, da, da, da. And then the next yeah, and then all of a sudden it, you're done. That minute's over. And I'm like, oh God, I don't want to go back and record more. Like people aren't going to pay attention to this. So it really yeah. is a good idea what she said, you know, writing out kind of a script. And I know there are a lot of apps that will actually allow you to um, like record yourself and can't name one like specifically. And I haven't tried it because I like the filters on the Instagram stories. So, and I don't think you can transfer it to these, but there are actually apps where you can like record yourself and there's like a oh it's like a teleprompter a teleprompter which of course I I used to use teleprompters all the time when I was in tv news so it's like woo that would be awesome but again they don't have the great filters that Instagram has so I'm trying to figure out a happy medium to that I think I need to get like another phone for my teleprompter (laughs) (laughs) maybe or you know maybe you can use Ariel's you know kids tablet or whatever but that oh was my that was something that really stood out to me is that you need like kind of and again not scripting it a hundred percent I'm not that kind of a person but having like an outline of what you want to say and I think that will also help you to figure out your audience a little bit more because sometimes when you just get on there and you're just going on and on you you don't realize who exactly you're speaking to you're just kind of digressing right Well, I heard someone say the other day, I don't know if it was an Instagram post or a TikTok, honestly, like they're all blending together, but they said, Mm -hmm. you know, don't just create content just for content sake, which we've talked about before, but, and when you're create the content, when you really have something to say, don't just hop on there just to like hop on there and, you know, not say much like people and, and by saying something, it's probably within your content pillars if it's education, like in, in the example that India gave, educational, inspirational, relatable, or personal. Yep. And so, you know, if you think about it that way, it can alleviate the stress being like, well, I really don't have anything to say today. That's okay. Don't, you don't have to go do anything. Yep. But on the days that you are feeling inspired, that you do have something to say, say it. Yeah. It's, it's, that's a great point. Well, thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. Make sure to join our Facebook group, Cocktails and Content Creation Community. And we would love you if you'd email us at cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Cocktails and Content Creation. I'm Kate Andrews, and you can follow me on Instagram at Fashionably Kate and Co. for travel, lifestyle, motherhood, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. And I am Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Or if you're interested in brand photography and want to learn more about that genre of photography, you can follow me at the Brand Photographer Method. Make sure to tune in next time for another great episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating.